everybody. This is Steve Gibson. And I'm Ryan Berger. And welcome to this week's episode of Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast. And on today's episode, we are going to discuss top tips, tricks, and tools for today's top talent sourcers to identify and locate today's top talent. So stay tuned. Hello, Steve. I feel like we should take the S off. Just call you Teve today. Steve. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's nothing better than a, than a little bit of alliteration. I think um, it's great. I mean, this episode is brought to you by the letter T. It is. Um, we are going to spill the T on recruiting tips and time savers. So is that a Gen, is that a Gen Z kind of uh, yes. phrase there? Yeah, it means uh, like a gossip. Spill the T. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, and then if someone's got some really good gossip, they got some hot tea for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if the tea is hot. Let, let's do a little up. side note here. Okay. Uh, and it's a little side this segment. Early. This early. We're going to get, we're going to get, we're going to get distracted right away. Um, what are some, what are some more Generation Z uh, phrases that our recruiting audience should be aware of when they're, uh, when they're out there in the, uh, in the marketplace? Oh uh, man, I feel like we could do a whole episode on this well, why, don't, why don't we just tantalize uh, our audience yeah, a little bit we'll, we'll titillate them yeah it'll titillate um, them well if something is bussing it's good okay okay um now normally i wouldn't necessarily refer to recruiting but uh like if they have a bussing opportunity though would that be uh, yeah i mean i if someone told me they have a bussing opportunity i'd be like you you shouldn't be doing this <laughs> <laughs> what if they're just referencing like good public transportation? Well, then it's different. Like they right. <laughs> throw in a little yeah. You got to throw a simple yeah. little rim yeah. shot for me on that one. Um, if someone says no cap, they're not lying. Yeah. Great okay. opportunities, great pay, no cap. Okay, <laughs> no cap. But see that that could get misconstrued in a uh, on a job description because they see the salary maybe has no cap. But and this this actually does bring us one that that did bring up some confusion. Okay. That uh, because we had a client say to us that they were out of pocket. Yeah, right. We yeah. Did. And yeah. so um, you and some of the other uh, people in um, we'll call them leadership positions within the company uh, is a polite way to say that. <laughs> How's that? How what, what else would you, were you going to say? What would be the impolite uh, anyone way? Anyone over like 30? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being over 30. Yeah, I, but I'm not. Okay. Steve. Okay. No, I'm just being stupid. All right. Um, so out of. Out of pocket. So meaning yeah. you guys took it as they were unavailable. I had never heard it that way. Uh, that's so weird. So that's, I know that's crazy to me that you've never heard that I'm out of pocket as in the sense of I'm not available or I'm, I'm not in the office. Kind no, of thing. So, so to me, uh, that was they were acting crazy. Out of pocket means you're, <laughs> you're not acting. And I was like. <laughs> I was like, that's some self-awareness, I suppose. <laughs> but what, what was the age of the client using that? Do you remember? Um, probably around 60 or so, 50s, 60s. So. so you thought they were just completely in tune with Generation Z lingo? I, see, I didn't know. I didn't I, I, I didn't know what it meant in that instance. I was like, that's even so using funny. context clues. 
it gave me nothing because I was out of pocket yesterday. I was like, well, were they mean to me? Were they? <laughs> I was like, I've let it go if they were. Oh, it's wild, man. I, it makes you that that makes you feel a little old that you had no idea that in the context of really how that's supposed to be used. That's to me is unbelievable. I will and, say and you're not like you're not like this very isolated Gen Zer. I mean, you, you know, you're a a man of culture and of the I, world. I, I mean, you I, know things. I've read a couple books here and there. Yeah. Um, I mean, you speak fluent French. At one point, I don't know if I still can speak well. it fluently but uh we oui, we oui, monsieur you get it because i did it real bad yeah we get it we get it <laughs> for everyone out there if you want more explanation just email me ryan at recruiterswebsites.com so i start getting so much hate mail <laughs> I, hope, I hope you do if, but if, if they really hated you enough they could find that pretty easily so i'm really sure they don't if it's on our website guys go there right. check it out you'll see yeah. And while you're there, you know, you can check out to see, if it, you know, our website portfolio and some of the things that we do and offer to help recruiters grow and develop and, and, and provide better opportunities for their clients and candidates that they work with every single day. So I, I think that sounds great. And, you know, speaking of recruiters. Yeah. And providing opportunities in that side mm. type of stuff, you know, being in the business of helping the, business. the people. Yeah. Who help people get jobs. Yeah. The people that we're in the business of helping people that help people. Yeah. And and it's nice to not actually help people, but to help people that help people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, we have come across some ways that they can save some time, uh, you know, just some tips and some tools to help them be more efficient. Yeah. And so this is important. Uh, because a lot of the firms that we work with and just a lot of firms in general are small offices. Mm-hmm. They they work very independently, sometimes just a desk by themselves, maybe one or two other individuals. Um, but it is it's something where they need to get the most out of their day. And so, you know, we thought it'd be good to come up with a couple ideas and, and bring just uh, together a little bit of, of research on some tools, tips and tricks on how to to get the most and be the most efficient at your desk. Mm -hmm. And would you say that, so this question just popped into my my mind. So if it's dumb, just know that it's from my mind. Okay, and Um, from your heart, yes. It is, everything's from the heart. Um, Would you say that for smaller firms, time is the most valuable resource they have? Or is that... Um, not quite true. Like if you were saying that is true or false, time is the most valuable resource. I mean, if we're talking cliches, yeah, 100%, right? Okay. But I mean, honestly, like what would you say is what is, what is at the, of, the, of the resources at their disposal? I mean, where well, does time rank? So I would say, I mean, and it's tough because I, I get it. Well, it is tough because and it, it's again, I'm trying to like stay away from, from being, cliche but it's a cliche because it's true i think just in recruiting in general time is is the most valuable resource there is because even in a lot of ways the reason why recruiters are so valuable is because companies don't have the time internally to source the right kind of candidates that they need Mm -hmm. um you know, they have people that are working as human resource representatives or uh, or hiring managers trying to do their job they don't have time 
to kind of uh, beat the bushes, uh, reach out to passive candidates, really do a comprehensive job of of finding individuals that are going to make the most sense for that company. They just have to rely on uh, posting and praying and hoping that people come to them, which recruiters that since that's all they do, they have the time and then that to be able to go out and do those things. And then uh, with that comes knowledge and expertise and uh, getting a good grasp of the market, who's out there, who's not getting building relationships, all the things come from having the time to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Impressive. Okay, I just thought I'd throw it out there. You know, no, it's, it's good. It's talk, a good point. We're, we're talking teas, you know, things that start with tea time. Right. Trick or treat, you know, happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. It's coming out. It is. You going trick or treating this year? Yeah. So I got two kids. So, um, uh, no, so the, I'm not talking about the kids. Are you? Going to- <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the that's the excuse you have now. So as an adult, it's nice that it comes back around. So you know, it cuts off what about fifteen, right? I think maybe twelve was when I yeah. last. Yeah, I think somewhere 14. around there. Yeah, yeah you I think it depends up. on who, who, who your what your friend group is. Right. And so you so you have that and then, you know, college comes around. So you get your Halloween fun in college and then now now your, your adulthood comes around and now you get to have go, go trick or treating again. So it's full mm-hmm. circle. Take the kids out. Son is one and a half. My daughter's five. We don't allow them to eat a lot of candy, but I can eat as much as I want. Well, yeah, because, I, because it's my, the, the parent tax. Oh, 100 percent. It's it's. <laughs> It's it's horrendous. They it's, actually have it's, to buy you. They owe yeah, money each. They owe candy yeah. each year. It's ten pieces to one for sure. Yeah, it's okay. bad. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the opposite of tithing. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's bad. But they don't know that yet. So when they're older, they'll get to do it too. Well, it's just preparing them for when they're older. It's bad. It's <laughs> right. I, you know, I had that conversation with my daughter. Again, we're digressing. So before we get into it, but so she was sitting at, she's five and she's sitting at the uh, at the breakfast table with me and I was eating something. It probably was candy. Um, and she and she, I think it was. And she looked at me. She goes, can I have a piece? I said, no. I said, you can't because you're a child mm-hmm. and I'm an adult. And I flexed on her. And then she goes, I can't wait until I'm an adult because then I can do anything I want. And I looked at her square in the eyes with all <laughs> with all seriousness, seriousness. And I and I and I said it in a soul shaking way. And I said, that's not true. I said, when you're an adult, Ruthie, you can do whatever you want theoretically, but ultimately you have children, you have jobs, you have bills, and you have obligations that you're a slave to and you'll never be free of them. <laughs> so she looked at me with her beautiful light green eyes and, and, and just was confused. <laughs> and she didn't quite, didn't and quite said, get Happy it. Birthday, so I dropped school. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm trying to drop some truth, some, some truth to my daughter. So she has expectations of, of that now as a child is the most free she'll ever be. As it adults, really- we're, we're, we're just, you know, we, we, we're just not, we're not. It, it is one of the things. And not only to add on to everything you said, not only do you have all those responsibilities, but you also have um, consequences to your actions. Oh, yeah. Um, that as a child, you just simply, you know, you can get, well, this is a learning opportunity. But you right. know, if I run around naked at Target, I'm, I'm going again. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
So, so anyway, I thought that, you know, it was important to share some of the truth, just like we're sharing some truth with recruiters today about how valuable their time is and finding ways to be as efficient in it as possible. So again, as always, Ryan will put the disclaimer. You can fast forward to get to the part that actually matters. Save your time. 12 12 (laughs) minutes in. Um, So let's go through a couple things that make sense. So don't hesitate. Automate. Oh, is this time? Oh, you like that? I like that. Yeah, let's throw yeah. that with a little word art in there. Yeah, little... yeah, yeah. And so, as much as you can do to automate some of the processes and some of the mundane tasks that take place from day to day operations within a recruiting uh, desk, find a way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're posting jobs to your website. Uh, have that come directly from your ATS uh, candidate submissions, have them go directly into your ATS from your website. Um, you know, uh, find uh, automation sequences to continually keep candidates and even clients engaged and have those things operating and running on a regular frequency. So you don't have to continually reach out to someone that came to you that maybe wasn't the right fit for an opportunity. Uh, but now you have them in a drip campaign that's keeping them warm for the right opportunity. Um, and, you know, same thing with maybe things like job alerts through your website, you know, something where then they, they can sign up through that website and then those job alerts come to you, come to them directly. You don't have to do anything. It keeps them engaged. You're still just having your jobs go to your website and you, you, you cut down on a lot of data entry uh, and some of those things that just suck up time and that all salespeople slash recruiters hate doing. So, so as much as you can do with that, I think that's, that's a pretty valuable, um, a lot of softwares to do that. Um, Absolutely. I think a lot of it stems from using your ATS properly as well. Um, it's if you're paying for these things, use them to the fullest of their capabilities. Uh, yes. Figure out the ways that they work within your workflow and ways that they can help you um, and then actually use it. Because I, th- yes. I think what happens a lot of times, you know, we talk to recruiters every day um, is they have these things that are really great tools and they're using Maybe a third of it. Oh, if that. I mean, yeah. I have so, we have so many clients that I know that's, that don't use the pipeline within their uh, ATS. Uh, they don't keep put the candidates information in there. They don't put the jobs in there. They don't track anything that's there. Um, and, and those all seem like they take a lot of time up front, but ultimately they save you time because mm-hmm. the, one of the first places you can go with any search is if you've done a good job of documenting who you've spoken to, what their skill sets were, you know, uh, why they weren't a fit for that job or just whatever conversation you had with them. You can uh, you can go to that ATS first and look there before you even have to spend time sourcing LinkedIn and starting that search all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so many recruiters, especially newer ones, forget that that applicant tracking system should be your first go to resource for when sourcing a candidate. Um, so, I mean, it's, that saves it's, a ton of time. It is. And it's one of those things that it's, you know, we're not picking on anybody who's who's not doing it because it's it's one of those things that everybody's guilty of, regardless of of, you know, if it's recruiting or if it's something, you know, I know there's so many things I could do up front, you know, for example, with my email, um, that would make it easier for me to manage the projects that I have that sometimes I just get away from. So, but if you take that time up front, it's, it's like, um, it's like training for anything, you know, it's, it's like muscle memory. It becomes something that then, uh, saves you time later on because, You've set it up to be successful now. Well, I mean, so like back, so with emails, like creating templates for responses. Mm-hmm. So another rather great than, yeah, another, yeah, templates, another, another great T. I don't, I don't know if you could have something play there in the background, well, but we'll do a T sound. Okay, cool. Perfect. 
for tea. Um, templates are great because you don't have to think about what you're responding. You know, a candidate's not a fit. You just go to your Microsoft Word or you pull pull a template that you've created in whatever Word document, whatever it may be, and you just hit, or Gmail has a great template um, uh, interface to be able to pull from. Steve um, and I didn't talk for a year. He was just sending me templates. Like, just all the time, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't even know. He was like, what's been going on? And, nice. Well, it's so it's so easy. You just go in there, you click the one you want, and you hit send, and and and, and that way you don't have to worry about it. Because um, sometimes, even with candidates, we uh, and we try to get to a place where we feel like they deserve or we owe them a a very unique answer. And sometimes, uh, you know, it's just not the case. There's just not time to do that for everybody. So have some automated responses uh, coming through things like your website, um, but then also have templates that you can then pull from within your emails to quickly and easily respond based on the situation. You know, have different scenarios that are up front and and just kind of follow those those tracks. Um, uh, let's see other things that that make a lot of sense. Um, uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit about automation, but using outreach tools um, mm-hmm. again, things like Source Whale, uh, Intercell. Um, uh, you know, HubSpot, anything like that that you can put together campaigns on um, for to have that data to be I mean, to have them into different campaigns to keep in front of the right people. Um, just that way, when the timing makes sense, whether they're looking for candidates at that point or the candidates looking to further their career, you're in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, using your website. Uh, a lot of oh, people what? A website I, I know they're so outdated that's crazy no no they're not everybody no. goes to website still um so with <laughs> with that you can use it for more than just um posting jobs or even more than just an informational resource um so we recommend that you can do things like create uh, um, uh, ways that you can send candidates to let's say say you do a prep Hopefully you do a prep before you send a candidate on interview. Mm-hmm. Every good recruiter I know does this in some way, shape or form. Um, and so if if you do this, rather than just get, spend an hour with them on the phone, maybe you have a page on your website that's dedicated to interview preps and has videos you outlining some basic tips, some things they should look through, uh, articles that they can read about how to be able to successfully interview if they haven't done it in several years, what's changed since maybe, you know, in the last two and a half years, if they haven't interviewed uh, post COVID that, that whole thing has changed. And then you can follow up with maybe a, a much shorter call to recap more details about the client. Uh, maybe it turns from a, an hour long call into a 15, 20 minute call, a 30 minute mm-hmm. call versus, versus that hour that saves you a lot of time. If you're X amount of send outs per week that you're, re, you know, that you're, you're doing, um, you know, just think about your own desk, how many, how many send outs you're making and how many times you're prepping somebody and going through those processes and, and what that saves you. So, um, see, so I think that's important to look at. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Mentioned job alerts, of course. Um, one thing we've had clients do, and this was an interesting, um, possibility with the website. So when they're applying, someone's applying to a job, um, creating qualifying questions that if they answer this question incorrectly, so say there's five questions on apply form that you build into your website. And if one of those questions is answered incorrectly, like, so for example, say, do you have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree? So maybe no. this position you work on requires that. And they say no in this drop down, yes or no. And they click no. 
automatically rather than send that person to you to, to screen from there, it knows that that person's not the right fit, sends an automatic reply. Thanks for applying. But the, uh, this uh, opportunity is not the perfect fit for you at this time. We'll consider you for future uh, opportunities. It then just puts them in your database uh, with the information they apply with, but it doesn't bother the recruiter with that. So there can be pre-qualifying questions built into uh, apply processes uh, that mm. then don't even bother the recruiter or let them know that the wrong kind of person applied. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, when it goes on from there, then you can use your other automations that you've set up to, to reach out to them for potential you know, future opportunities or if they're fit for something else. Yeah. Um, let's see booking softwares. I mean, that, a lot of people are using these now, obviously. So you guys are probably know hot, this real hot out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. A calendarly or calendarly, um, acuity scheduler. There's a lot of different versions and op- options for this. Um, saves you time from having to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, so just cuts how, down on that extra yeah. extraneous stuff, that stuff that's kind of sometimes some of the most annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, you don't really, you know, one email, divert your attention. So it may take you 30 seconds to a minute to write an email, but it still diverted your attention from what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, how, how much time does it take you to get started again, get back into the About an hour and a half, the, 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 the hour and a half, three hours to get <laughs> back to every email. You wonder why I can't get things done. It's just, <laughs> right. This makes sense. Now everything is, everything's lining up here. Please um, stop emailing. So, so looking at those, um, I think that those, that's kind of a no brainer in today's market. They're very cost effective as well. Uh, Get a virtual assistant. I mean, this seems, this is a little bit more uh, costly one maybe, or maybe a little Mm -hmm. bit more of an investment. Let's not say costly. Um, But you know, there's firms out there that are, they're investing in virtual assistants that are, some of them are offshore in different places. Some of them are stateside. Um, and they do a lot of things for them from scheduling their calls to, uh, the initial sourcing and prospecting mm-hmm. through things like LinkedIn, um, to vetting those resumes. Um, you know, there's, they can go a long way. Um, you know, we had, I had one client that, that would go and use them, let them plan for them. So the next day they woke up, the, they were overseas. They told them what kind of their, uh, person they were looking for. And they wake up the next morning with a wonderful plan for, for calls that day mm-hmm. um, based off of what they were looking for. It wasn't, you know, perfect probably because they're not the, uh, they're not the exact expert, but there was pretty close and, and it added a lot of uh, a lot of time to their day and it made them more efficient. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's something to look into. And it's one of those things that if you do go that route, um, you know, for, for people who don't, if you go the route of the virtual assistant or some other route, and for people who don't know the the recruiting, um, training is a big part of it. And I think that's something that a lot of times, uh, just in general, maybe recruiters can look past, um, cause there's, it's somewhat easy to get into the industry as a recruiter, uh, but, but training and understanding how recruiting actually works it can be one of those big time saving things up front. I mean, just the training new recruiters and then keeping on top of, I'm trying to think of another keyword here, your own, your own knowledge. I was a kid. I don't know. I, I couldn't, you got a T It's, it's T that T silent on knowledge. You're good. Yeah. Technology. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's I mean, I think it's it's about all this is about repeatable processes. And so yeah. you can't forget about the human element to it, I think, too. Right. And, and I think you, you mentioned repeatable processes. So investing in in processes 
uh, as you're bringing new people on. Uh, and this is something that we experience a whole lot in, in our world, uh, just because uh, processes build efficiencies. But a lot of recruiters spend time on training individuals. And in and, and the world that we live in, when we talk about a lot of turnover and re- recruiting has a ton of turnover to begin with, it's just um, it's a very hard job. People don't make it very long in that business. Uh, the good ones stick, but then there's there's a lot of there's a lot of turnover. And um, so if if you spend all the time training somebody, how much time is that invested to training a person on 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 the industry and the business? So finding ways to invest in your process that makes their job more it makes them more successful in their job and then also allows you to get somebody up and running more quickly when you bring them on board i think can be can be very very valuable mm-hmm. and time saving as your firm progresses in the future um so not thinking about just okay this is how you recruit but here is the process on how you recruit so that way they yeah. can, anybody can step into that desk and begin following that process and eventually become very successful mm-hmm. It, it's the same way that, uh, you know, a lot of firms will say, you know, also act as consultants, say, you know, we can help you with the onboarding and we can help you with your onboarding process. Think about the things that you might tell a client and the things that they can do to create these repeatable processes and how can you apply it to yourself? Yeah, I think it's overlooked because we're again, we're so we get so focused on recruiting that we forget about, hey, if I could develop something that's repeatable here. Uh, it's going to safeguard me from having one, having too much, having people leave and quit all the time because they're going to mm-hmm. be more successful. And two, if they do, then I can get somebody up and running more quickly into that sourcing position or into that full desk uh, that that I need them to run for both clients and candidates. So, um, yeah, you know, there's there's a lot out there on that. A lot of uh, mm-hmm. systems you can look at. You know, we're implementing ourselves that EOS system. Uh, that, uh, that I know a lot of people are getting into, um, which is, it seems to be pretty good. has a lot of, um, a lot of procedurals and things to follow things to think about and setting up those processes and, Mm -hmm. and just being a successful path for the organization. So, Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't heard of EOS, I think that's a good thing to check out. Um, plan. This is an old one. This is an oldie, but a goodie. It is. And throwback, throwback Thursday here. Yeah. I mean, plan your next day. Um, don't walk in Monday morning and this is a, you know, this is a, a do as I say, not do as I do. Okay, Ryan. Okay. Okay. This Me is specifically just in general. I'm going to do neither. <laughs> just, just in general. You don't want to walk in Tuesday morning after, after having a tough Monday and, and try to think about, okay, who am I going to call? Spend that last hour of the day. I know this is probably pre- preaching to the choir, uh, but I think there's probably a lot of newer recruiters out there that probably don't do this um, because we rely so much now on inbound leads and uh, and things coming in that a lot of people maybe don't think about how they're doing their outreach. But, you know, uh, you should plan what kind of call blocks you have and then who you're calling. So you spend that last hour of, of, of putting that together, compiling that list of individuals that you're going to be calling candidates for that position that you're working on or clients that you're going to be marketing to have a marketing block, have a, you know, if I'm going to market for the first from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. And then from 10 a.m. to noon, I'm going to be making my candidate calls for this position that I've been working on. That's really urgent. And I have all those individuals. I have that whole block called uh, of individuals 
schedule I'm calling planned out, ideally in my ATS so I can make the notes already with them there. Their number's already there, the email's there. I know how I'm gonna res- how I'm gonna send this information to them. Um, and it just, it's just, then I come in and it's mindless and I get into my, my, my groove of doing what I'm going to do from sales calls or recruiting mm-hmm. calls. Um, and that can save you a lot of time because you're not twiddling your thumbs or not trying to find the contact information on the fly. It's something that it's already there for you. You're not trying to do the prep as you're trying to take the action. Right. You're not planting the garden while you're hungry. You're planting the garden before you're hungry to use a famous quote. A famous quote. But that's that's a quote by Steve Gibson. Um, that, that is a classic. A banger of a line. There's a banger one. of a line. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think so. I'm, I'm trying to remember who we said that said it, but I don't, I don't know. I think we just said it was an ancient Chinese proverb. <laughs> I think, yeah, or okay. maybe Genghis Khan. <laughs> Genghis Khan. Yeah. Genghis Khan said that. He did. Yeah. That's who it was. Uh, yeah. But I, and, and to, to expand on what you're saying too, you know, it, I mean, it just falls under time management. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's about what works for you. Um, there's plenty of articles out there, you know, time management tips for recruiters, that kind of stuff. Um, the big thing is just find what works in your workflow. Some people like, I remember the word, the Pomodoro method. It means tomato in Italian. Um, that means, see, I just said to flex on you. I read <laughs> um, that, but that, that's one where people take, you know, 25, 30 minutes at a time to work five minute breaks to get up, clear their head, get back into those 30 minutes and don't take longer breaks until they've hit three of those blocks at least. Um, so that way you can kind of getting a workflow while breaking it up. That's just one example, but blocking your time planning, all of that will help you with the time management aspect of it. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, like Ryan said, whatever method works for you, but if, if you have some sort of agenda in place and a routine and how you approach your week or that day, it it can help you be very successful in what you're doing. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, Automation tools through LinkedIn. We didn't really talk about those. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't, um, I I don't promote using those tools to spam people on LinkedIn. No, we, we will never be pro spam on LinkedIn. But I would say use those tools on, on LinkedIn. Uh, they're effective. They can be. At the very least, they're great to just you know, build more connections and mm-hmm. and get you involved in people's uh, in people's visibility. And it's just mm-hmm. another way to to build recognition. Um, right. I, you know, I don't we don't. And I think we've said this before. We don't offer a service where we manage that those tools because mm-hmm. I don't want to be responsible for getting someone banned. Um, but there are people that do not care or maybe just have a better, better handle on it than we do that offer that service. I don't know how to do it, uh, but I don't care about getting people banned. If you're looking to get banned, I'll get you banned. Uh-huh. I'll get you banned. I can figure out a way. Um, I use it myself. Um, it's it's great. You, you know, there's a lot of programs, mm-hmm. one called Duck Soup, uh, one called Expandy, um, one called the first one know, duck soup. I think so. Is that the, no, that's the URL. I mean, that's the, that's the search engine. What's it called? No, I think that's what it's, that's it. No, no, no. I was, I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, that's a weird, that's a, how'd they get wait. that name? Yeah. Duck soup. It's it, D-U-X. Thank you. Then why, why don't you make me doubt myself? I D-U-X, was just asking. No, okay. <laughs> D-U-X dash S-O-U-P dot com. Okay. See, and I was thinking it was D-U-C-K. S-O-U-P. And I was like, 
huh, someone must really like duck soup. No, no, it's I, I thought ducks. I was thinking soup. Like tux, like a tuxedo, but ducks. Gotcha. Now I'm with you. See, I was, I was, I got soup on the brain or something. And these, and these different systems, they have varying degrees of automation. So you can go through like whole sequences where you're emailing, you're connecting, you're even liking posts um, within them, but they can be something that's running all the time as you're doing your other activities. If you set it in the right frequencies, have the right kind of content going out can be a really valuable way. If you haven't dove, dove into that world yet, you probably have. Um, but if you have, it can be a great way to, to maximize some of the things that are taking place. Um, and then back to the website, just make sure you're optimized and visible. People mm-hmm. can find you that way. Leads can come to you because that way you don't always have to be cold calling or, um, or reaching out to candidates through in mails or through emails. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that website can and should be a resource for individuals and clients and candidates to find your recruiting services that Absolutely. they need. Absolutely. Um, and if you don't think it can, call me. We'll talk about it. Not He'll very convincing, but I can at least show you some examples of websites that have been using their website as a valuable resource. That's show true. you some statistics, some things maybe you didn't know. Numbers. If anything, we just can we can Facts. we can develop a friendship and just yeah. we just become friends. We don't have to do business together. Steve would love to be your friend. He needs that's going to be that's going to be our new marketing campaign. Steve just needs friends. Steve just just answer the phone when he calls. (laughs) Please just he really like he really needs like he really like please pick up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should do something with that. We'll we'll roll with that. Well, that was Um, yeah. A couple uh, other things just, you know, okay. you got more. Well, just a couple things to consider. I'm sure most people are doing this by this point. Um, but you know, if you're still anti zoom or anti video meeting, um, get with it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, cause that's the world that we're in, um, you know, e-signatures and stuff. I mean, just those types of things that can make it easier if you're not willing to use the, the tools that, that most everyone else is using, you're going to fall behind. But Ryan, I still like to print everything off and I have my, my, my file file cabinets and store all my resumes and file cabinets. What you're telling me is you are living in a matchbox. That's a fire hazard. That's a fire hazard. That's I mean, and do you hate the earth? Do you hate trees? That's what I was going to say. As you pull out the toucan, no one can see it, but you got a toucan shirt in the pocket. This guy, he doesn't have legs. Because of things like you're doing with paper. Yeah. Because of your paper fetish. (laughs) (laughs) With it. It's yeah. 2022. It is 2022. No more paper. No more paper. Canceled. No, no, no cap, right? No cap. Papers canceled. That's uh, straight bus. That's straight bussing, Ryan. The I internet love that. is bussing. I tell you that yeah. much. <laughs> so it doesn't um, sound the, right coming from me. Any of the slang. Either. No, it doesn't. No, you're, you're an old soul. I am. I looked like I when I turned 21, I didn't get carded for anything. They were just like, this guy's 30 already. <laughs> Yeah, well, I can see that. Yeah, no. I- <laughs> um, other, you know, video uh, video interviewing platforms uh, where you can send like, mm-hmm. um, so you take the uh, one we're just, we we're getting ready to talk to. We're going to write a little article on. I had an opportunity to meet them at the conference interview. Uh, they're not paying me for this. I just think they're nice guys and they're not pretty cool software where you can record uh, that interview um, with your, uh, with your clients and they're going to do a better job talking about it with me. But they, they, out of that, you can create a page that then you can send over to your client when you're presenting that candidate. 
where it's much more interactive in the way that they can uh, to can see the details surrounding the resume, the information surrounding that candidate. And it's all kind of contained within their platform and environment. So you're not having to source all this together, but it's just kind of there. So little things like that that allow you to be able to be just a little bit more efficient and effective in what you're doing and how you're presenting uh, and just the things that you're doing every single day. Mm-hmm. Just these, again, you guys probably know this stuff. We're just preaching to the choir. I mean, you know, you guys are just probably so smart that like you don't even like want to hear from us or anything, but like no. we appreciate you doing it. You know, it's always <laughs> nice to have such a smart audience. And <laughs> I sound like, <laughs> I mean, I do mean it. You guys know this. <laughs> I'm just. Just kind of suck. They just stink. They stink. All right, now we're gonna have to we're gonna have to spend the next hour pumping Ryan back up. Um, But (laughs) uh, we we appreciate everyone's attention, their time. I do. Um, I really love the attention. I thrive on it. Uh, Another T word right there. Thrive. Yeah, and and, time saving uh, tips and tricks for talent acquisition to thrive in today's. Ooh, for talent acquisition teams to thrive in today's tumultuous terrain. Terrain. There it is. That's it. Uh, follow us all. Uh, follow us on all of our social media, guys. Uh, we're, we're going on on a high note right there. Okay. Distinctly yeah. Digital on LinkedIn, uh, wherever you listen to wonderful podcasts. That's where you can find this wonderful podcast. Apple Music, Spotify. Please subscribe. And, uh, yeah check out our website feel free to get in touch we'd love to hear from you yeah thanks uh everybody thanks ryan we'll we'll look forward to the next episode toodaloo